Hey folks, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a special link below with special discount pricing, but you got to click the link and enter Evil 10 at checkout. Now, we're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, but you can cancel at any time. Hi everybody, it's Mike from Profiling Evil, and I'm really excited to announce that we've converted 20 episodes of the Academy series for audio podcast, and they're all available now on your favorite podcast platform. Now, I hope that you'll subscribe so that you get all the notifications when other podcasts are released. And don't forget to check us out on the World Wide Web at ProfilingEvil.com. And folks, if you like YouTube, visit Profiling Evil and make sure you're hitting that like and subscribe button. Now, our purpose in releasing these podcasts is to edutain you. Edutain means we really want to entertain you just enough to be able to teach you a few principles about the criminal justice system criminal investigations, and profiling. And I think you're going to find these episodes to be useful as you go about your own amateur crime sleuthing. So let's jump into today's discussion after this word from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your next online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a link below with special discount pricing. you got to click the link to get it, and then enter EVIL10 at checkout. We're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, enough to buy a small diet Dr. Pepper, but you can cancel at any time. Thanks for listening today. Our realities are never as cool as our fantasy. It's that simple. And when a predator acts out on their fantasies, they always seem to walk away disappointed. And when that happens to a predator, they have to go back and fix the broken piece of creativity so they can go out and hunt for another victim. And then this cycle repeats itself over and over again. And that's our topic for today. Welcome to Profiling Evil. If you're new to our channel, thanks for joining. And if you're one of my university students or a longtime channel member, welcome back and thanks for your support. Either way, would you please take a moment, hit the like and the subscribe button and ring the bell so you get all of our informative videos like this one. Now let's talk profiling. You know, after interviewing more predators than I care to remember over the years, I cannot forget one thing, how the fantasy process plays such a powerful part of who these people are and what motivates them to hurt people. I want to start by sharing a self-assessment that a serial child sex abuser named Oliver Garish did on himself. This predator sexually assaulted more than 500 children over a 35-year period of time before he was captured. Now, he would eventually die in prison, and that's a good thing. 
Yet his legacy of crime continues to haunt his victims even today. You know, I spent years interviewing and coming to understand this predator. I want you to take a moment, listen to a recording I did of him while he was talking to a group of investigators. Well, I'm talking about deviant behaviors. I want to go over this table that I've done with him. Mike's got this, and I'm sure if you'd talk to him, if you're interested in it, he can probably bang you off a copy. The amounts of time we spend in these various deviant behaviors for the day and a week. Well, I kind of a stickler for perfection. I took it all the way out for 24 years because I wanted to see how bad I'd been doing. Uh, pornography, one hour a day, 8,064 hours in 24 years. That's a lot of negativity to be pumping into your head. Fantasizing about sexual acts with children, five hours a day, continuing on through life. That's 40,320 hours. Cruising, looking, or planning actually, planning the actual assault, one hour a day, eight or versus 8,064. Cruising, looking for a victim, one hour, another 8,064. Acting out, the act itself, if it took an hour, it usually didn't, it usually only ran about five minutes. I used an hour anyway. The total of all this deviant behavior is 126,540 hours. Okay, working off of that, in 24 years is 210,240 hours. Deducting that 126,000 from it left me only 83,700 hours of deviant-free behavior. That's how deeply I was into the stuff I was doing. Yeah, back in the 1970s, the FBI's Behavioral Science Unit concluded that serial killers are kind of pre-programming themselves in childhood to become murderers through a progressively intensifying loop of fantasy. The Bureau defined fantasy as that elaborate mental thought with great preoccupation that was anchored in daydreaming. Now, think about that and then think about your own legitimate fantasies. Perhaps you dream of getting straight A's in college and in this course. Uh, you dream of becoming a successful law enforcement professional. Or maybe you're dreaming of something like becoming a movie star. In the quiet confines of your home and mind, you work through how fantastic the journey would be. You create mental images, and you may experience feelings that uh, in some way help you to relieve some of your anxiety and fears. Well, fantasy is normal to a degree, especially in children. I mean, think about the imaginary friend or the play scenarios you created with your peers when you were young. Now, for a child who's abused, neglected, or otherwise traumatized, fantasy can also be a way to escape the reality that they're enduring. For the serial predator, though, fantasy is a process of daydreaming coupled with eventual planning and execution of crimes. You see, fantasy is never enough, and the predator who dwells on their fantasies will eventually feel the need to act out all of these imaginations. When the predators reach this stage of acting out, they generally start with scenarios that would ensure success. This could be something as simple as voyeurism or other ways of acting out their desires. It 
could come through soliciting a willing sex trade worker to do what they want or finding a compliant partner. In the beginning, they may choose victims who are easy to control. They're almost stage props in the offender's mind as they develop the confidence to pursue what they really want, their preferential victim. Now, these predators are driven by fantasy, and they are compelled to repeat the fantasy over and again in order to satisfy their lustful desires. And this is where things become really problematic for the predator, but good for the law enforcement officer because you can start to pick out patterns. You see, reality is never as cool as fantasy. Victims rarely respond in the way that the predator imagined. And the reality of the assault most often falls short of the expectation the predator had, leaving them feeling frustrated and angry. This letdown doesn't cause the predator to stop hunting and injuring future victims, though. It only demands that the offender repair the fantasy and figure out how to accomplish their goal. As terrifying as this may seem, it fuels the need for future assault. The predator is constantly trying to repair whatever went wrong, and then after they repair the shortcoming in the fantasy, they once again find themselves out hunting for another unsuspecting victim. Well, as you try to wrap your mind around this principle of fantasy and reality, Think of legitimate kinds of fantasies and how they drive you to do something. I want to be a good student. Thus, I'm going to study. I'm going to prepare. Then imagine how the offender would use the same tactic to conduct an illegitimate crime of assault. We'll chat more in the next segment. Well, hey, folks, I'm pausing to share some concerns I have surrounding identity theft and fraud. I've learned a lot from our partner, Aura. They're the pros at protecting people from cyber predators. Aura provides identity theft protection, credit and fraud protection, and online and device security for you and your family. They taught me to think twice before answering those online questionnaires designed to steal our personal information. You know, it must be working because U.S. statistics show that 33% of us have been victimized by identity theft at an annual cost of more than $56 billion each year. Our protection plans come with around-the-clock support, a money-back guarantee, and a million-dollar theft policy. But here's the best part. You can try Aura for free by clicking on this special Profiling Evil link in the description down below. When you do, we get a small commission. But think about it. You insure your car and you insure your house. Don't you think it's time to insure your identity? Now let's get back to today's discussion. Well, thanks for listening to Profiling Evil Podcast, Season 1 and 2 of the Academy Series. We've bundled these episodes together for people like you who want to really binge listen. If there are some of you out there who want to space it out, you figure out the schedule and go to them as you can. Well, hey folks, listening to true crime stories can really trigger negative feelings and thoughts in some people. So if you or someone you know is experiencing trauma as a result of crime, please Reach out to your medical or your mental health provider and get some help. And if you've been victimized, 
call your local police agency and ask for help. Hey, thanks so much for supporting Profiling Evil. I hope you'll consider joining our channel memberships over on YouTube. It's a place where you can provide us a little more support. As a channel member, you'll get more information a little more quickly, and uh, you'll be a part of the team that's helping us grow. And if you'd like to donate to Profiling Evil, you can always do so through PayPal or by visiting our website at profilingevil.com and look for the little donate button. The Profiling Evil podcast series is created by the Profiling Evil Network, and the information contained in it is copyrighted. So don't copy or reuse it without getting our permission. Thanks so much, and we'll see you soon at the next crime scene. Hey folks, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a special link below with special discount pricing, but you got to click the link and enter Evil 10 at checkout. Now, we're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, but you can cancel at any time.